Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and the life that happens between them. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey there, handsome. What's up? Uh, we just got back from Seattle. We did. It was kind of awesome. Yep. A very short trip, but very good. It was. It was good to get away from the kids. I love them, but it was good to get away from them. Most parents understand the I love you, now go away syndrome. Yes. <laughs> oh, I was listening to a podcast the other day. They were talking about Mother's Day. I'm a little behind on my podcast listening. And um, these two hosts, you could totally tell that they don't have kids because they saw that most parents would have a day without their kids for Mother's Day. And they were like, no, nah, man, take me out for brunch, buy me presents. What you talking about? Take the kids away. Give me stuff. I'm like, no. No, you don't have kids. Take them away. Yep. Yep. So, so yeah, that was fun. That way you missed them. Yes. It's good to miss your kids sometimes. Yes. Oh, so we flew there. You d You wore a binder on the plane. I did wear a binder on the plane. And I didn't think I'd wear a binder. I wasn't sure if I'd wear a binder on the plane as well as while we were in Seattle because of the long day of travel. Right. The discomfort of an airline seat. Yes. And, yeah, just a long day. I didn't know if I wanted to do that. But trying them on before we left, uh, trying clothes on and, and having a binder on, I realized I had gotten a little smaller. Uh, it was easier to get it on. It is. So, the binder was fine, and I wore the binder the whole time. Yes. So. Four solid days of binding, and it was good. It was mostly good. Mostly good? Yes. There's some difficulties with binding. Yes. Most people know that, but, but the difficulties that I found were, we're at a house, we're at an Airbnb. Yes, we reserved a room in a private homeowner's house from Airbnb, which is an online service to connect private homeowners who rent out rooms with vacationers. Yes. And it's really nice, and the place we were at was good. And it's much less expensive? Yes, significantly so yeah. less expensive than a hotel. That makes it good mm -hmm. as well. So the thing is... If I didn't need a binder, and I was going to go take a shower, and it is easier to take off the binder if your wife helps you. Yeah. So it was easier if I said, hey, babe, can you help me with this? And, you know, you can roll it up over my head, and it's off right away, instead yes. of doing like a whole uh, contortionist yeah. deal. With help, you're in and out in five minutes. Without, it's more like 20 Yes, and much less comfortable. Yes. And because we were on a vacation and making the most of our time, I was pretty darn tired by then. The not binder times became questions to me of, okay, uh, I don't, I haven't met our host. I don't know what she knows. She knows I'm your husband. Mm -hmm. And I don't have a binder on, and I need to go down the hall and take a shower. Yes. What do I put on? That that became a question for me. 
each and every time. We should didn't have a binder on. So I, I did think about that each time. I thought, okay, uh, I don't have a problem with that. But what is a question to me is, what does that present for someone I don't know and I'm staying in their house? It's not congruent with everything else to have this dilemma going on. Yes, and we didn't explain in the reservation, hi, George is my transgender husband. I just said, me and my husband are renting a room in your house. Yes. So, yes, I can understand how that might be. So that was interesting to me, to sit there and go, hmm, how do I want to handle this? Yeah. But other than that, she was a pretty gracious host, pretty laid back, and I don't think she noticed anything. Her question was, are you a father? So I was uh, I was surprised. I was like, oh, yes, we have three kids. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Most of the people we, even people we knew that we bumped into throughout that day, did mm-hmm. not. But neither do most of them, except for one, I think being your aunt, I don't think they, any of them have kids. Cousins don't, and, you know, wedding folks that we bumped into. and Right. They had a fantastic wedding. They did. It was, it was very so nice. pretty. A very nice service. Yes. Very, very nice. Their officiant was a friend of theirs, and they had a prayer from one groom's mother, which all of us with religious background had a really hard time not chuckling through because she made it quite clear during her prayer that she wanted God to bless each of these young men individually, but not necessarily together or in their marriage. Right. And so those of us who come from a faith background were mildly amused. No one no one outside of uh, you religious folk really uh, focused on, on that kind of information. Right. Uh, despite her issues, the one groom's dad did a great job. He, yes. he made up for his wife's issues. He did. He very issues, much did. Issues in expression. <laughs> yes, the, the father did the hand fasting. And um, the other groom's family did not participate. They were there, and I think but that was a big participation for I them. I think for them it was. because background. They, they were, I, I was surprised they were there at all. Yes. I really was. They they were, the other groom has a very Mormon family, and so to have his parents there at all were amazing. One groom was evangelical and one was Mormon. And so having faith integrated into their service was important to them, and I think the fact that they were able to have their families there was big. So that was good. Yes, and everything went very well. And the rest of the service was very nice, and they had a good time. And it was a it great was time. A, it was a great day. Oh, it was beautiful with them and the sound behind them and the mountains behind that and all the pretty things that they did and readings from Scripture and readings from Shakespeare. And 
yummy caramels that were handmade by one of the grooms himself. Mm-hmm. And cuppy cakes that the groom had made that you could eat because you and one of the grooms share the same food allergies. Yes. And that was happy. It's uh, very convenient. Convenient cake eating. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cuppy cakes. I would not say cuppy cakes. That's a... No, you would not say cuppy cakes. Because you're not a princess man. No, I'm not a princess only a man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the princess man. I can say cupcakes. You sure can. <laughs> and then the next day after that, we went out with them again. They hosted a brunch for all the out-of-towners. And it was really neat because, again, they cooked two food allergies. Yes, and we got to talk to some of the other out-of-towners a little bit more. Like, we did talk to a lot of folks at the wedding, Mm -hmm. and most of those were people who lived in town. So it was good to have a second chance to talk to more people. At the brunch. At the brunch. Yeah. That was nice, getting to know all those people, and one of the groom's parents was there, and... His um, sister was there briefly. His sister was there briefly, and the other groom's family was there, nieces and nephews, I think. Or were they cousins? Mm, I wasn't sure about that, but they were there. Yes, they're those big Mormon families, so I'm not sure who's who. Who belonged to who. Right. They all belong to each other now because they're married. Yes. And so after the brunch, they took those of us who were going out and did touristy stuff. We stopped at the Space Needle. We didn't go up the Space Needle, though. No, no. Some of the other out-of-towners did. It's not my thing. It's not your thing. No. We hung out with the groom uh, that we were with at that time and wandered around with him and his aunt and cousin. Mm-hmm. And uh, just talked and right. walked around. and It was cool. Yeah, it was very nice. Yes, they were. We did having... some not talking too, which was something him and I really enjoyed because we don't yes. we get tired of people. It, it was nice to see other introverts with us. I am not, but you are. Yes, and... it was very comfortable for for him. It was comfortable for me because we all know and you, you were guys. Fine with it. You're totally fine, and with it. we know that you're not going to be the life of the party or the starter of numerous conversations. You'd be lucky if we start any conversations if we didn't have to. (laughs) (laughs) But it wasn't like, you know, you get some people, they're uncomfortable around introverts and they try and draw you out. Wonder what's wrong with you that you're not talking. What's wrong is you're bothering me. Right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So his aunt and I were allowed to be the extroverts and the guys joined the conversation when, when they felt like it and when they didn't, then... We weren't pestering you. No, you weren't. So that was, it was nice. And they were having their um, their Black Arts Festival. Yes. Which was fun to watch all the, when we performances, got. Performances, lots of performances. Lots going of on. performances, a couple of dance schools, and some very talented young people mm-hmm. performing. Mm-hmm. And then they were going to go out for dinner, but we decided to do our own dinner because they kind of run on gay time and. We even though most be, of them are not gay. Even yeah, well, well, most of his family and their families that were hanging out, and then the the BYU people. Yes, some of them were, and some of them weren't. But there were plenty of not gay people. Yet they managed to run on gay time. 
They totally did. Which was totally fine. You just have to be realistic about that. Yes, and we were. And so we understood that if we wanted to be at the Drag King show that started at 8, going to dinner with the rest of the group that was planning on going to dinner at 6, which probably meant that they would start eating around 7.30. That was my guesstimate. Yeah, we decided to do our own dinner, and then we went to that Drag King show. We did, and and we we found the Drag King show by accident because... We should back up to Friday. It's Thursday when we got there. Thursday when we got there, yes, never mind, Thursday. So we should back up to Thursday because Thursday we got our plane in, we got our things settled at the Airbnb host home, and then we took the bus back down to Capitol Hill, which is the, the gayborhood in Seattle. And whenever we're out of town, I like to go dancing because yes, our hometown do. scene is kind of stale. Yes, you do, dear. And I knew where the quote-unquote women's bar was. And I had sort of felt around with some people who I knew there. And they said, you know, no problem that trans and all sorts of female-identified or female-bodied folk are welcome. There, it, It's not like Mishfest. There's no Mishfest. It's happy and welcoming. And so we get there, and we're thinking, okay, we're going to go out dancing. And instead, they're having a sort of an open mic night that started out. Their headliner was a transgender Person? presenter yes. uh, giving basically a trans 101 talk. Yes, which was totally fun. It was, and they were kind of awesome. They were awesome, and the other folks there were awesome. Yeah. It was awesome that they had cider. They had cider. It was good cider. Oh, it was very they good even cider. Had it on tap. Yes. And we hung out there and they gave us the flyer and said, Hey, you should come to the drag show. Yes. So we did. And that was very much fun. Mm-hmm. It was. Yes. And uh the Trans One O One presenter was there again. Yes, and some of the other folks were there. Some of the other folks were there who... Including the drag king that that gave us the flyer. Yes, and everyone was awesome, and I like Seattle. Yes, you do. I just like Seattle, but I don't know. I think the whole hipster thing would get a little old after a while. Yeah, about five minutes for you. Uh, I tolerated it for four days. Because you knew you had to go home afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. So that was Saturday. And Sunday. Ooh, Sunday we went out and got another chai again from that place we had gone. We did that at the end, before we went to the airport. Yes, we did. Sunday morning we went with your family to a brunch. Oh, I had blocked out my family. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they were perfectly nice. They were, and it's nice to be reminded so, that I do have some family that are somewhat functional. They seemed functional to me. They were. Yes. They they are. That's yeah. the decent part of my family. I like those people. It was nice to meet them. Your aunt, she was a lovely woman, and your cousins <laughs> are very nice people, and we had a good time. Yes, it was great. It was my cousin's birthday, and when we were planning this trip back, at the end of winter, beginning of spring, I... It was the winter still. Yeah, I had it way back in the back of my head that I think I have family in Seattle, and I think you have family in Seattle, too. Nearby. Okay, near Seattle. And I think 
we kind of were just thinking, okay, let's just get to this wedding and we weren't really thinking about, hey, let's do the reunion thing. Well, no, there's there was four days. There mm-hmm. was two wedding-related events mm-hmm. in two days of the four that still involved travel to and from right. home. So then the day before, or two days before maybe, I had put it up on my Facebook and said, anybody who's in Seattle, because I have a number of friends there, can you recommend the best way to get from the airport to the neighborhood where we're staying? And my cousin says, let me see if I can get off work. What time do you arrive? Right. Oh, yeah, I have a cousin there. Oh, and by the way, our mom will be here. My aunt will be there. And we're having a brunch on Sunday. You should come. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it was great to see them, and they were totally great and functional and decent, and I think all of them were mildly confused at first by you because I They might have been by the end, too, for all I know. But (laughs) it occurred to me we could confuse quite a few people. Right, and my cousin's wife said something about you ladies, but I kind of brushed it off and continued heeing you and hemming you and they picked it up and they were on it. Yeah, and they were nice. Lots of people were on it. Uh, one of our one of our grooms, you pointed out, uh, had come to you and said, "Oh my God, I called Georgia she," and then corrected it with a he, and I felt bad. You didn't notice. I didn't notice, but I might not have heard <laughs> him talking at all. And then, pr- pretty much everybody was on that, and I, I didn't really feel concerned about that. Uh, but it's interesting to see what people do. And the, the most impressive one was uh, the friend of the grooms that was the librarian. The Mormon librarian. Yes, the Mormon librarian was so on it. And she was fun. I'd have to give her the prize for being most on top of the he yes. pronouns. Yes. And even when we were sitting at the, the table at the reception with probably three quarters of the Seattle Gay Men's Chorus. I think they all just avoided pronouns altogether. Yes, yes. I think that a lot of the guys avoided pronouns altogether, but but not in a way like, oh, we don't want to talk about pronouns or some kind of avoidance involving a gender type thing, more like a guy approach of, well, I'm going to skip that because that might be complicated. I'm not taking any chances on complications. Nope. That's that's a very practical masculine approach. Yes. So we found this amazing cafe that we did. We did find an amazing cafe. Have to stop with real for. food and the best chai ever. The best chai ever. In seven flavors. Seven flavors of chai. So if make you, it there. If you ever go to Seattle, you should stop at the Blue Dog Kitchen in Ballard. We went there three times because once just wasn't enough. We went there every day. After we went there Friday morning for breakfast, Yeah, we went back. Saturday morning, we walked all the way down and walked all the way back. You bet we did. <laughs> and it was a half-hour walk. It was a half-hour walk, but it was worth it. And then we did again Sunday. Uh, our host dropped us off there to catch the bus, and we quick grabbed a chai we before did. we got on the bus. Chocolate lavender chai. 
I, it doesn't even sound like something I would think was good, but chocolate part drew me in, and mm-hmm. I mean, that's something you have to at least try. Right. You know, and I've seen ginger chai. Ginger masala chai was a new twist, but, you know, I've seen ginger chai. I've seen coconut chai, orange chai. Chocolate lavender was a new one. Yeah, I had to do that. It was good. Well, I thought of something a second ago. Oh. And, uh, no, I'm trying to remember what it was. I hate when that happens. Mm. Requisite bathroom confusion. That's what I want to call it. The requisite bathroom confusion. Yes, it seems to be some sort of necessary situation with trans people and the bathroom and some sort of confusion. Some combination thereof. Oy. So, my uh, experience with the bathroom confusion issue was that I was using both bathrooms and felt like I was thinking, which bathroom do I go in? And I've never had that problem before. Uh, I've never been concerned I'm going to scare all the women in the bathroom because of my age. I scared enough of them in my 20s that I really didn't care anymore. And I don't have a problem with it because I think, just like the men's room, if you go in there like, this is where I go, they just look at you like, well, I guess you have to pee too, so go ahead. They they don't usually throw me out. Like when I was younger, they, they might have, they did do the freaking out, oh my God, there's a man in the bathroom. Because, you know, everybody always goes to the wrong bathroom by mistake, right? Totally. Yeah. And so you you're kind of over it. And... Yeah, I was way over it. But that I was, you know, in in my binder and uh, felt like I could use the men's room. I was thinking, should I use the men's room? Should I not use the men's room? Because my gender marker is not an M on my official little card. So I I had to think about that each time. And when I got to the women's room and there was a long line, I got in it and I thought, I should have went in the men's room. And then I thought, shall I leave the line and go in the men's room? Maybe not. That would be slightly awkward. That would be a little awkward for everybody else. Yep. And and it did cross my mind that, you know, just like with the binder thing, it could be awkward for mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I certainly didn't want to cause any issues, you know. Especially in the bathroom. I thought that too when we would be out with some people. And I think, okay, I need the bathroom. And I think I can go in the women's room. Because I'm not very masculine right now. I'm more masculine than before. But, you know, not terribly presenting as so. That I could go in the cleaner restroom still. (laughs) (laughs) And it would be easier to... Find a stall in there. Yes. That was my motivation. Yes. But would that confuse everybody else that we were just talking with and calling me he and him and such? And now he's in the women's room. And then I did go in the men's room at the airport and there was only one stall and somebody's in there. And I was like, damn it, why didn't I go in the women's room? There'd be two stalls in there. And it won't be a choice that much longer. 
I was sort of amused to find myself in the bathroom confusion situation. <laughs> yes, I can understand that. I didn't expect that. I hear about it all the time. Yeah. But I thought, well, I've dealt with this for so long, it shouldn't be a big deal, but yet it was very strange. Yeah. And then the last time I went to the bathroom before we got on the train to go to the airport, I got upstairs. You know, you have to go all over the place to get to the bathroom. I get up there. The The women's room line is the same as it was the other nine times we went that way. Right. <clears throat> and there was no line, so right in the men's room, went to pee, you know, got out of there, and it wasn't a problem. Yay. I knew it wouldn't have been. The only difference is, you know, if it's totally nasty. Yes. Was it? No, it wasn't there. It was at the park. Mm. Yeah, where the wedding was. The women's bathroom was nasty at the park, too. Though, it I was. Think. I know, because I went in, first went in the men's, and next time I went in the women's. You see what I mean? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reminded um, of the, uh, the story that, uh, oh, I forget what their name is, but they tell the story of going into the bathroom and, Security! Security! There's a man in the bathroom! And so she flashes her chest and, Security! There's a man with tits in the bathroom! <laughs> Great. I know. He has to come and chase somebody out of the women's room. Aww. Oh. That's probably it. I think that's it. If not, that's going to be it. That's going to be it. I think so. It's bedtime. Yes. Please. Absolutely. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transfantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transfantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in iTunes or your favorite podcatcher and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permission of the hosts. Thanks for listening! And whenever we're out of town, we like to go dancing, because the hometown scene is kind of stale. My wife likes to go dancing. Whenever we're out of town, I like to go dancing, because yes, our hometown do. scene is kind of stale. Yes, you do, dear. <laughs> <laughs>